Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hi, and Happy New Year. This is Jai Carr. It's February. It's February. <laughs> It's January. The month, the year's already going by. I don't need to make the month sooner than it already is. So let's try this again. It is uh, January 12th, 2018, and welcome to Women's Grace and Grip. Today, the topic of our show is, do you know what power is for you? So um this is going to be probably the theme around um, which I organize most of the shows this year. Um, what is power for you as a woman? Um, because it's very different uh, for women than it is for men. It doesn't mean it's less effective. It doesn't mean it's better. It's worse. It's different, just as we are different physiologically, as we are different emotionally, as we are different physically. Um Power is different for us, and we live in a world where what I call it's male-centric, M-A-L-E, male-centric, meaning it is men's experiences that are um, that which inform how choices are made, decisions are made, um, uh, constructs are created for what is life, what is normal even, um, and what that does to women by default is makes us different Um, which often we then embrace as there's something wrong with us, there's something less about us. And really, this is kind of the time to start really questioning where you do that in life because it's a a taught set of beliefs. It's not the truth. So, um, and power, um, you know, for me is a word that's synonymous with impact. It's synonymous with... um, Beauty, synonymous with what you love, what you give your life's precious lifetime and energy to. So we're going to talk a little bit today about this this um, concept of power for women. Power is a subject up in front as women give voice to men abusing their power. Make no mistake, while the means may be sexual, the heart of the matter is power. We live in a male-centric world, meaning a world created for and by men and their experiences. And so by default, women's experience of the world is not unlike being a round peg trying to fit into a square hole, not. Historically, women, as a result, have had to either accommodate to being different than men or consider themselves outlanders, although the price of either of those is no longer what women want to pay. Today, I want to talk about women's power and how it is often different from men's as we've been taught what power is. Knowing what is powerful for you is a beginning step to claiming what has power for you and what you in turn can exercise as power. It is different, and that is true of much of you as a woman. In contrast to men and their experiences, women embracing their power is one of the responses to a world crying out for more heart and soul in the world. So 
again, <laughs> it's a lot to kind of um, put a put a, a circle around in 15 minutes, but I think um, you know point number one: women by default are round pegs trying to fit into squares by being women, not men, in a world that is male-centric. This is not about men being bad or wrong. It's, it is an imbalance. And like any imbalances, you know, if your wheel is not balanced in your car, it, it will hurt your tire, it can hurt your car, it can actually create danger when you're driving at high speeds. You know, it's not a, it's not, it's not a positive. It's not a, um, how should I put it, a selected goal to be imbalanced. The other second point is power is different for women than men because, again, we are different than men. There is an overlap, of course, um, but there's differences, just as we would not want to homogenize men and women, you know, in any other way, nor should we do it with, uh, as regards power. And for women, it really comes down to what has meaning, what has value for you. And, and and are you attending it? And how are you attending it? That is what is powerful. Um, and, and this is one of the traps for women. It's not to be either aligned with the way men have power or against, you know, to make a kind of a, um, a polarity of how men exercise power, but to really individuate, meaning, you know, this is one of the gifts of being a, a creative <laughs> a creative container, how do you want to express power? Do you want to express it through creating beauty? Do you want to express it through service? Do you want to express it through tending to your family? Um, and, you know, your forms of power will change as you go through different stages and ages of life. But to to become aware of what it is that has your energy and your time and your focus, to make it very conscious on your part and to really support yourself as you exercise where you spend your time and energy and and to really stand to that you know um i was a professional um for about 10 years and then i had children and and as a professional i was very powerful as a woman you know creating medical buildings and being a woman a young woman in you know rooms making decision with men Pretty much I was only the only woman in all of those kind of situations. Yet I didn't think of it as I'm only a woman. I thought of I'm a really good architect, and I, and I create differently. I am more inclusive. I invite more people to the table to help the design be better served by more people and for more people. It was different. Men didn't know what to do with this, especially because I was younger and I was a female. And yes, there was some jousting around, did I really have that authority? Did I really have that power to say, no, I'm not just creating a design based on administration input and surgeon input. I'm having a nursing representative and a janitorial representative. That was my exercising of power. I didn't think of it as, uh, 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 as of that as such. At the time, I was exercising my integrity as a designer because it was very important to me to do my design well for my client. It was a form of power because by being very insistent on what I needed to do the best design I could, I changed the norm at the hospitals I was designing for. And 
they, in the end, were happy because um, they won awards and their their spaces lasted twice as long before they had to renovate them, save the money, gave them some bragging rights, and everybody ended up, you know, being happy. But I had to lay that down first. I didn't think of it as power, which is why, you know, I'm I'm offering how power is, you know, is a word with a lot of emotional and connotational weight. I help women exercise their power by asking them what they love. What are they passionate about? What do they care about? Where do they want to show up even more? Where are they showing up now? So that was my power in my 20s. And in my 30s, it was learning about parenting, about navigating medical systems with a very um, challenging, you know, childhood, a lot of challenging health issues, and to do so very differently than I had been parented. So I became powerful in my commitment and devotion to parenting. And um, and that, you know, had impact with, you know, doctors I worked with and how I would show up at the school systems and advocate for my children and how I created programs, um, camps and activities and, and how those were constructed. So that was very, you know, those were places I had power and exercised power in my 30s. In my 40s, it was about mediation and realizing I was really good at mediation because I listened to what people weren't saying. Um, So I became powerful as a mediator. Um, And then I became powerful in in being a phoenix. Um, When my ex-husband, you know, basically um, not only uh, decided he didn't want to be married, but he... um, you know, did so fraudulently, I basically started from nothing in my 40s. And, um, and you know, while I'm parenting three children, and I'm pretty much the only parent. So what was my power? It was to really commit to my faith. And I became very powerful in my faith that, you know, God hadn't set me up to fail. Um, and I worked my butt off. <laughs> So, you know, in and that was 40s and 50s. Um, you know, so what will be my power in my 60s? It's to take out even more to the world um, in service what I know to be true about women, what I know to be true about men and women and their dance, the healing of men, the healing of women. Um, and that will be where I exercise power. So... You know, and the reason I want to talk about power is because in the Me Too and what I call, you know, let's go from Me Too to no more, in that in that journey, women cannot just be against things. We can't just be against. What are we for? What are we creating? How are we creating? How do we own that we create differently, that our norms are different than men's, and that's okay? And not only is that okay, I'm doing it. Um, you know, I'm, it's a very interesting call to really many of what I consider the capacities of women to have to come out and really play with the world and play in our life. Um, and a lot of this is, you know, we're still often in this, what I consider more of a male um, paradigm, the either or, the good, the bad, the right, the wrong, um, there is much more of a, <clears throat> excuse me, it's it's not a directional like that. 
that is much more male. Um, and there's times it's really good. You know, if I want, if I'm at home and I need to get to the grocery store, there's my task. You know, it's to get from point A to point B. If I'm in a creative act as to, okay, you know, how is it that I go from, um, you know, my <clears throat> my life ordered by my mothering as the organizing center of my life to a life organized more by service and this powerful knowledge I have and this gift I have with women and men, then that's more, you know, there's more intuitive there. There's more meditative. There's more thinking outside the box. It's not a point A to point B. Um, The, shall we say, result is the same. I will get to a destination, but how I get there is different. And that's what I'm inviting you as a woman to really begin to allow yourself to be different. It doesn't mean we want different things. You know, everybody wants to be happy. Everyone wants to be healthy. Everyone wants to feel good about themselves and have other people feel and like them. Um, There's a lot of commonality. I'm not saying this is a total, you know, separation of, of experiences and realities. It's an overlap. But, you know, much like is said that the, you know, when I was in the meditation world, uh, excuse mediation world, I was taught, and it's very true, the best thing you can ask for the two parties who are, you know, trying to work something out is for each party to show up very true to who they are and what they're about. Because if you if you stay true to your core identity and self, the negotiation doesn't seem like a compromise. It's 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 a negotiation but you're not compromising essential components and aspects of yourself. Those are the best results. You know, mediators would love to get those kind of um, cases because then you can do something. So the best partnerships are between men and women are really when a woman knows what it is that she feels strongly and powerfully about and what, what has power for her. And, then she can identify that, she can take care of it, and she can honor what is true for the person on the other side of her. Um, We can only extend to another what we already have ourselves. And um, we can't give what we don't have. So if we don't have clarity about ourselves, we can't be accepting of another's difference. So it's a very interesting time. It really is a time to both, as I call it, heal on the heal on the run. We both are being asked to engage in different choices and, and different um, standards as we are doing our work to get clear about ourselves and to you know let go of what has come to pass and and be clear on what we are going towards. So um, I will talk about this a little more in our next. Um, in our next uh in my next podcast but i wish you well and 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 take to heart what i said you know spend some time knowing what has power for you um otherwise it's a little bit like you know putting your foot in the water but never going and actually swimming in it you need to immerse in what it is to really have the benefit and the joy of it um so that said I look forward to being with you next week and, of course, love to hear from you. Jaikar at jaikar.com. Take care. Bye.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.